being able to embrace changing who you are. I've been guilty of this in my own life, for sure, of putting labels on myself or thinking I am one way or the next. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's really that we do have the power in this life to almost change our personality to fit who we want to become in this world. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Creating Space. I'm Steve, one half of Space Creators. We're super excited to be launching our first episode for you all today. First episode! <laughs> I have my partner, Jeanette, here with me, and she is the better half of Space Creators. And yeah, to get started, we just wanted to have a quick chat together and, and bring you on a quick journey of how we've got to, to where we are here today. I first have to say there is no better half. We are equal parts oh. in this business. But thank you. I appreciate that. That's very sweet of you to say. Thank you. I feel validated and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to kick us off by asking you just to give our audience a quick recap of, of like I was saying, how we've actually gotten here today, building our business, um, Space Creators. Yeah, so... We're going back a couple of years to the beginning of the pandemic, and I was working as a professional photographer at the time, and lo and behold, there was no more opportunities to shoot photos. Nobody was taking photos. Restrictions were in place where you couldn't actually do that at the time, and you were working for an advertising agency at the time as well. Mm -hmm. And as things kind of progressed into the pandemic, um, you were laid off from your job and I was incredibly bored of sitting around <laughs> collecting from the government. I think I only lasted a couple months doing that and decided to start a business. And I was in a business mastermind at the time, um, which you thought I was crazy for joining. <laughs> yes, I do remember you walking <laughs> down the, the stairs and it going something along the lines of, you spent how much on this mastermind? <laughs> <laughs> well, a true testament to uh, not only the business coaches, a shout out to the Creative Rise community, um, Joey Spears and Christy Johnson, uh, well, now Christy Spears, but also to just a, a knowing, I think, and a belief in that there was a possibility in this business idea that um, was brewing. So it started as a virtual assistant business. I was consistently getting hit with the messaging of outsource, outsource, outsource. I was hearing it from people, um, guest speakers in that mastermind that were coming in talking about the importance of outsourcing in your business. And I was hearing it from everybody that was in the mastermind about how much help they needed in their businesses. And so I thought, well, I've got a lot of skills that I can offer and why not start offering them to all these people. So started that started as a virtual assistant business with the support of those coaches. And a day later, I think it was I had three clients. And by the end of the week, there was five. And by the next week, there was seven. And so it was it was just growing super fast. And so you 
just started helping with the business pretty quickly. And um, very, you know, soon into that, you pointed out to me that, hey, you know that the work that you're doing is actually digital marketing and not just virtual assisting. And so from there, we started talking more about, well, what could we turn this business into? And not too long later, Space Creators was born. Yeah, that's a, that is a good recount of the story of how we got to here. One thing that you said that stood out to me that I think a lot of people might resonate with was at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. where many of us, I believe, were going through the motions. Now, you were somebody who was really lucky to have built a successful business and something that you love doing, I think is fair to say. Absolutely. But um, I, th- I think it would be valuable because it was such a relatable experience. I know for me, I like the people I worked with. I didn't necessarily love what I was doing, mm-hmm. but I did find that the pandemic was a chance to really stop and start thinking about going through the motions in life. It was really like a great reset button to take a step back I'm kind of interested in how you felt personally going through that because what you were doing, you enjoyed, but it also was a hard stop for you as well. Like you said, your, your photography completely stopped and that led you to your mastermind. So yeah, how were you feeling? Yeah, great question. I was pretty disheartened at first thinking my questions were, am I ever going to be able to shoot again? Is my business over? You know, what am I going to be able to do? And I actually initially joined that mastermind thinking that I was going to pivot within photography. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought maybe I'll make some courses, maybe I will start teaching online or offering virtual sessions was something that I was seeing and thought, well, maybe I'll do that. And And yeah, that wasn't the journey that I ended up taking through that mastermind. And it was really interesting course to be getting that message over and over again of you need to outsource to grow your business and then thinking, well, how can I do that? And uh, obviously was a great idea. But yeah, coming back to your question, I was disheartened at first because I really wasn't sure what the future of my business held. I'd spent seven years building my photography business and it is something I still love to do. And I still like to make space for that as well. But uh, yeah. I think that's really cool. And obviously I know you super well and you're incredibly resourceful and that's been a huge part of, of our success to date. But What I'm getting at too, and I found to be a real part of this journey is the mindset side. And so that leads me to to the next part, because that obviously brought us from our past careers to building or starting space creators. But I think it would be interesting for the audience to hear a little bit about what our idea around space creators truly is and I know it was really born from from that mindset shift during the pandemic and that that chance to start again. So maybe I can let you take away some of that part of the story. Yeah, sure. And before I do that, one thing that you made me think of with the mindset shift is also kind of a, a recognition where I I always thought of myself as a creative and not a business owner. I mm. never actually thought of myself as entrepreneurial, but it was through that time that I realized that I was. And it was when 
you know, a couple of months had gone by of not working that I realized I need to do something else. And I knew for sure that I never wanted to work for anybody else ever again. And I was very much set on being my own boss and doing my own thing. But that was a kind of a first mindset shift that happened for me was, oh, yeah, I definitely am an entrepreneurial person. And I want to start another business. I think that's a really cool thing that I've seen you and I both go through that's changed over the last two years since we started too, is we get these ideas about who we are and like to label ourselves, Mm -hmm. but with some ambition and and trying new things and, and that shift in mindset, again, you can really reinvent yourself or become new things. And I know that's something we talk about a lot as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But coming back to your question about sort of the why of space creators, I think that a big part of why people want to work for themselves is all the freedom that comes with it. And we wanted to sort of extend, I think, that experience of what you kind of get when you're working for yourself, but for other people who do want to work with a team, who do want to work with a company and towards something as a group, as a cohesive whole. And we wanted to build something that was different, that treated people differently, that respected humans as they are, that they were allowed to show up to work at whatever they were that day. And it was a real juxtaposition, I think, to a lot of experiences that we have both had Mm -hmm. in work environments where things were pretty toxic. And um, we've worked for a lot of different personality types. And we wanted to make sure that other people didn't have to work for those personality types. Definitely. I know for me, and and you know this well, the place I was working was a well-paying job in the city of Toronto doing high level sales for a media company. And I love the people I worked with that for sure. I enjoyed going in to the office and talking with everybody and joking around, but the leadership was incredibly toxic. And I know I personally learned a lot of lessons about how important leadership is and how it trickles down and then saw firsthand how that toxicity led to everyone feeling really stressed, Mm -hmm. but then also almost golden handcuffs to their job and people would get fired all the time. And it created this really weird psychology where everyone was walking on eggshells and afraid to get fired, even though truthfully, it probably would have been best for them. So (laughs) again, that's where the, I do feel like the pandemic was a real opportunity to, to rethink some of that. And then for us, yeah, it's been really cool being able to think about how we could reinvent that work culture as leaders in our own business absolutely, and live that for not just ourselves, but the people that work with us. And I attribute that to being 99% of our success. For sure. I think we also recognize pretty quickly that working from home or working from anywhere wasn't going anywhere. I think this was a thing that people were really attracted to. And it's not for everybody, but for the right people, it is an amazing work experience and Mm -hmm. work environment that you can work from anywhere that you want. And we wanted to build a team that was fully remote, that allowed people to be anywhere and be able to do their work from wherever they were on any given day. And they could be anywhere in the world and still be able to contribute to the team. I love that. And it also makes me think because you are right. It's, you know, working from anywhere, 
may not be potentially for everyone, but I do think you'd agree with me. We feel strongly that trying to do work that you enjoy doing and you love, and that's really what we're, we're about in this podcast is about, is something that everyone deserves to do and pursue. Absolutely. And so we hope that whether you are a freelancer, somebody looking to start their own entrepreneurial venture, somebody even who enjoys their workplace, like I was talking about, but maybe doesn't have the best leadership and wants to learn some tips and tricks from the things that have worked for us in building our business that you stick around because it really is applicable to anyone in the sense of trying to find enjoyment in your work and, and work on things that you're passionate about. Yeah. And I think that's the real crux of what we're talking about. The real center of what we're trying to do with space creators is provide people opportunities to work on the things that they love and not have to do mm-hmm. additional things just because it's part of the job or just because it's required. And I mean, yes, of course, it's unrealistic to think that nothing ever comes up that you don't need to collaborate with people on. But generally speaking, we've been able to provide people the opportunity to say no to the things that they don't want to do, to outsource those things to other people on the team who do like doing those things. Um, And so it is very possible. It is very real for people to be able to actually work on exclusively the things that they love. Yeah, that has been a major learning lesson for me. I know my mind was blown when I realize everyone doesn't think the same way I do, or doesn't enjoy doing the same things I do, or even enjoys doing the things that I hate to do. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's been that's been a really amazing experience in terms of collaboration with others. Because one thing I love that we we've started embracing is the word um, like minded is really hot right now. And you hear it a lot. Mm -hmm. But focusing more on the core values yeah and being good people as as somewhere to be centered and actually having different minds to challenge each other and work together mm-hmm. has been what we found to be the sweet spot and that's one of my favorite parts of building a team and getting to work with such amazing people is their influence and get to learn new things all the time and totally yeah again really be supported ourselves as leaders in the business and allow us the space to lean into the things that we love doing 100% so I want to ask you something because I do believe what we have learned in our journey here a lot of it comes back to mindset Mm -hmm. and when you're trying to create space not only in your professional life, but your personal life as well, it always takes really, in my opinion, coming back and working on the the mindset side of things. Is there something recently that you've been learning around mindset that you've enjoyed or you've been trying to embrace? And I realize I did not give you any warning (laughs) that this was something I was going to ask you, but I believe since we talk about it so much, you'll be able to figure something out. I mean, lots of things. I think I think about this every single day, which I I now take as a gift. It's not something that I truthfully ever thought about before, my mindset around things Mm. or how I think about things and how powerful that is. I actually never really considered it until you sort of have to as an entrepreneur and something specific, I guess, 
practicing gratitude every single day is a huge shift in mindset in everything and we know like we do that we were inspired by chris and Lori harder to take a gratitude walk every day where we talk about three things that we're grateful for three things we're excited about and three things we mm, want to manifest the power nine yeah exactly and it has changed our lives i think it has changed the trajectory of every single day it changes how you feel going into the day Getting grounded in that gratitude, it just brings you back. It humbles you. It reminds you of all of the things that you need to feel so thankful about, despite all of the daily challenges that you experience. I mean, we know being an entrepreneur is an absolute roller coaster (laughs) every day. And you've got to be, you know, ready to get on that ride every day. But there can be a lot of challenges. There can be a lot of hard times. There can be a lot of negative mindset and difficulties, imposter syndrome, all of this stuff, which I'm sure we will talk about over the length of this podcast. But yeah, just coming back to that place of gratitude is absolutely massive. It, it can shift your entire perspective every single day. Yeah, you know how obsessed I am with that one. And I would believe most people could relate. I mean, I am an Enneagram 7, and I think I am generally wired to be optimistic. But for me, too, like life hits you and gives you blows, and Mm -hmm. it can be really effing hard sometimes. And so it just has this way of of testing you. And I think we believe that we've started to learn it's testing you on purpose. But being able to practice gratitude and get back into it and then having that anchor every morning Mm -hmm. which truthfully the times that we miss it for whatever reason being too busy with our our son or work comes up it it really is something we always try to get back to being a non-negotiable because we notice it yeah for sure a couple of days might go by without it and we'll start to notice like (laughs) what's going on what why is either one of us being you know extra testy or we're having a really hard time getting through a couple of days and I'll say, Oh my gosh, we haven't gone on a gratitude walk in mm-hmm. three days. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's an amazing connection to be able to make. Yeah. I love that one. That was a great, great answer. Would, and, how about you? Would you have a different t- mindset lesson that you would want to share? Oh, sure. Volleyed it back to me. I like it. I do. I think the biggest thing, and we might've mentioned it already towards the beginning But I've really been loving this idea of being able to embrace changing who you are. Mm -hmm. I've been guilty of this in my own life, for sure, of putting labels on myself or thinking I am one way or the next. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's really that we do have the power in this life to almost change our personality to fit who we want to become in this world and, and do whatever we want. And not to say that you're changing in your soul or who you are as a person, but that, yeah, we really can reinvent ourselves at any given time. And it takes a lot of work again, just like the, the positivity that you talked about in the gratitude life, you know, we're pretty hardwired into the people that we've been, but Mm -hmm. I have been, yeah, really trying to think through and learn from people I respect about how you can, 
think to the future self that you want to be and and change into that person. So that that's been my biggest thing lately. And I think that's really interesting because I'm sure that I can imagine even you saying something like that could be triggering for people to be like, oh, like sure. needing to change your personality to be someone different. I think there's really aspects of that that there's also leaning into the parts of yourself that you love. There's learning, right? There's growing. And when there are things, you know, I think everybody has things that they probably want to improve or change or grow out of. And I think it's an acceptance that that's okay. And that, you know, putting energy into becoming different is acceptable and it's also i think i mean for us it's something that we want to well, do yeah and, right and maybe it's a, a different perspective that we have because we've been together for so long since we were kids yeah. <laughs> kids in in elementary school and then through high school and university and now into adulthood with a child so we've been through really large phases of change so mm -hmm. i agree i do think it could be a triggering statement to hear like you've changed or that potentially you should change. Mm -hmm. But I would hope for most of us, if you really think back through your life, there's going to be these big moments that do change you mm -hmm. and have an outlook on certain things. And yeah. so, yeah, it's uh, it's to be meant in a positive way and Absolutely. something to embrace and to give you to give you hope. Because I also think we're all super self-conscious. A mm -hmm. lot of us, I know I am. And yeah. that gives me a bit of a light to think, hey, I don't have to, again, label myself on these things. These right. are things I can sharpen my tools around and challenge myself mm -hmm. and change to be um, to be a better version of myself in the future. Yeah, I love that. Cool. So I think that's probably a great time to, to end off for our first one. Thank you. Thank really you. enjoyed our, <laughs> our chats as always. And it's really fun to get to share it with more people as we try to, to help influence, again, not just your personal change, but what that looks like in, in pursuit of the things that you love. And so you can go out and do positive work and, and cause the ripple effect into this world. So I know that we are meant to say that it'd be a really big favor that if you enjoyed this podcast, that you come and subscribe, we will be showing up regularly. Um, and as mentioned, having some really, really badass guests that you're not going to want to miss as well as more chats between Jeanette and myself. So Thank you for tuning in. We hope you have an amazing day, and we'll catch you on the other side. Five, four, three, two, one.